I just picked up my die to roll for recap. I'm going to put that die right the fuck back down and enjoy this. Let me know who comes out on top. I got a nat one, so I think I lost. Ooh, well, does nat one mean you have to do it twice in a row? I know that would aggravate you beyond all no, reason. No, it just means you automatically have to do it. I got a 19. I have a 17. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter, but I mean, Chatter might get a nat one and we do a roll off. 19. 19. Nice. Recap of last episode is super fucking easy. We basically did nothing. Uh, we mm -hmm. walked around scratching our heads being like, oh, nobody remembers us. Oh, what is this? Oh, what do this? Oh. Yo, this new track is fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's welcome, oh. young Ryan. Uh, no, but what is this? Oh, <laughs> oh. what do no. this? Oh, we had our first like real experience in the brave new world that we have created. We found out that the druids and everything still exist. They are like up and about in a seemingly more or less militarized force that seems to be still fighting against the mage lord long time at, like was it thousands of years it was like a thousand years 940 something years is what you were told big time has passed but they're all still around kicking and fighting the mage lords the badlands at least as we know them in this area do not exist uh, there is not lots of water around it's all like grass which is a new thing so we talked to Osmeris and then Jetta was there a Jetta that does not share your experiences yeah Jetta that uh is, uh is suffering from face blindness because she doesn't know who we are there's no way that she could actually forget who we are and what we did together uh we found a map kind of confirming our belief that there's no more water around here and then there was something called the wall uh and we took a little short trip to go see what the wall was all about and the wall just be the tear uh, by a different name. So that was Cult's experience top to bottom. T to B. Would Locke or Maeve like to supplement with the extra little nuggets that they experienced? I rolled lower than Pat, so I'll do it. You're welcome. Nice. I like this as a supplement rule. Some of us took our special rings off, the ones that were protecting us from corrupted time. You kept them on. Maeve, Locke, and Bait left them on. Cult took it off. So then the druids started calling out, oh, oh, there's like a mage lord, like some kind of attack, like an airstrike or something, whatever, coming in. And then there was like this pink wall that seemed to just like pass through everyone. And Maeve and Locke, and apparently Bait, we found out later too, were transported back to the version of the Badlands that they were much more familiar with, with uh, this island being super desolate again. We ran into Arlen the Warlock, not to be confused with Arlen the Druid, I think. Mm -hmm. The Reformed Druid. Twist. Yep. And then we poof back. We run into Bait and Bait's like, oh my God, the same thing happened to me. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh my God, it's... The tear, but it's the wall. Yeah. So, yeah, you took the friendship, you made a little raft, you rode the river to the wall, only to discover that it is, in fact, the tear. The tear still exists, even though time seems to have shifted. Uh, and with that, I think that is a good point to dive right back in. So, I believe that'll be, what, five of us uh, sitting on a raft. It will be uh, Locke, Cult, Maeve, Bait, and Jetta, all sitting on a raft. Uh, Jetta is not surprised to see the tear, uh, but is maybe surprised, uh, would be surprised to hear it called the tear, for Jetta knows that this is just the wall. Uh, and that's what everybody seemed very nonchalant about when you were going around the Druid camps, is is people just kept, like, referencing it as a matter of being. And yeah, we're all Pink Floyd fans here. <laughs> so you guys are sitting on the raft, you're confronted with the tear. Uh, the river is flowing towards it, so, I mean, unless you try to stop the raft, you are going to sail right into it, but I don't want to assume that you're going to stop, but that's that's what you're doing. You are slowly cruising towards it. You see it. It's maybe a couple miles ahead, obviously, because that's where the horizon is, but it is undeniably the tear that you remember. I mean, I would assume that Jetta would stop the raft, because she knows what this I mean, thing yeah, is. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to, like, uh, park the raft over... Or, uh, on the, uh, the shoreline. Um, Jetta? Yeah, what is it? Get... You guys, you guys called this the wall? Yeah, it's, we can't really get past it like a wall. I guess that name makes a lot more sense, but, like, why... How, how did that get there? Do, do you know? I, I shrug. Not, not really. They always give me vague answers, like, you know, when stuff went down 
940 something years ago the wall came up beyond that i don't know all i know is it keeps us in here and i've always wondered what the world outside was like well i haven't so okay we i'm, I'm gonna be a uh, big brain call you're, you ready ahead, me. so that means the islands that you know uh, the islands changing you know becoming you know broken or whatever like in our time and the wall are two separate things that is a big brain hypothesis, for sure. Thank you. So how do you fight the mage lords if you are kept out? Is it more of like a spiritual fight? A fight against oppression, the idea of it? Uh, I, uh, you're relatively young. Like, you're definitely less than a century old. I don't want to put a number on it. I'll leave that up to you. But you are pretty young Yeah. Uh, compared to things. So uh, you in your lifetime have not experienced active conflict with them because a long time ago they migrated to the north of this area. They were holed up in, in kind of a mountain. And that's kind of all you know. Oh. Like, Mage Lords are almost a bit of a legend to you. They're trapped in here also. I was thinking, like, they were, like, behind the wall, like, coming in and doing mischief. I, I point towards the mountain. I, I will say, just for the sake of how I'm going to be painting imagery here, the horizon on Earth generally, depending on your level, is around 12-ish miles away, give or take. So yeah. a mountain that high would be like barely visible on the horizon, but like you can sort of see it hazily on a clear day in, in the far north. I'm going to point in the direction of that mountain and be like, they're stuck here with us. At least that's what Arlen and Osmeros say. I mean, when was the last time anybody even saw a mage lord? A long time, honestly. Like, I've, I've never seen a mage lord. Maven Locke, I'd like you to roll insight. She's a secret mage lord. Ooh, that's funny. Uh, 17. The attack that you, get, you guys in bait experienced is like that pink explosion, even if they haven't seen a mage lord, seems to be related to them. I'd say that you'd probably make that assumption whether or not it's a valid connection, I think that that would occur to your characters. Bait during all this is just staring at the tear and like totally despondent, trying to wrap his head around what's going on. You know what could have happened, right? You know, this you know, this now could be like pristine, but everywhere else in the world is now like the Badlands. How fucking awesome would that be? When you say that, Bait, Bait clicks back into the conversation and stares at you like, what the fuck do you mean awesome? Dude, we've done so much cool stuff. The Badlands is my home. That means the whole world is my home now. We did so much cool stuff. All this stuff, you know, grass, who needs grass? The sea is where it is to be. Seas, Badlands, Islands, what? Yeah, Jeddah, uh, Jeddah. Imagine all of this, like everything around you, but more badass and watery. <laughs> uh, there was like a okay. time warp weirdo thing and like a bunch of conjoined bodies that were like lurching back and forth and trying to consume us. It was pretty rad. That sounds terrifying. I would like everybody to make a wisdom saving throw, please. Why? Okay. Oh, I have plus Everybody, wisdom, right? So. 21. Oh, wow, that is uh, six. Bet your mind's worse. Did you get that one? I did. Hell yeah, I got a 13. Colt, have you replaced your ring as of this point? Oh no, I, I thought everybody took off their rings. No, you were the happened. only you were the only one that took your ring off. I oh. said everybody take your ring off. Yeah. When we got back. Okay, yep. well Bait definitely did not. He, he likes the bling. What you all see is when you're talking about how awesome the Badlands is, Bait steps over like very frustrated like Jetta, Jetta. What we're experiencing is not what we recall of reality. And for some reason, Cult is insinuating that and another pink wall of energy washes over you and bait disappears. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Do we see this pink wall? You you see the pink wall wash over you. It's the same thing that Cult saw the first time when you guys got snapped away. To Cult, this is familiar. To you, this is the first time you're you're getting hit with that and nothing happens. But you feel a vibration in your pockets, Locke and Maeve. The crystals that Arlen gave you are glowing and vibrating. I whip out the crystal. I whip out my crystal. Let me get this straight. You're from a different reality? Yeah, kind of a multiverse just... of madness happening right now. Wink, wink, oh, wink, 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 wink. Oh my god, we are wink, so wink, getting wink, copyrighted. Can't use that. And then, just like the jump scares in that movie, Bait reappears going, ah! As a reaction, I just, like, punch him. Like, 
<laughs> you know, like a dude just comes screaming in your face. Punch. Make an attack roll. 18 plus. Uh, <laughs> you got sneak attack on that, or? <laughs> he wasn't expecting it. That's for sure. That's for sure. I'm not trying to do damage. Just. Uh, yeah, you're still you're still hitting them. Roll an unarmed strike. You're punching someone in the face, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, unarmed strike, yep. Yeah, it's like one plus your strength mod unless you have uh, something that gives you... Like a monk or something. Fighting mm -hmm. style or a monk. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, just one damage. You have zero strength? I got no strength. I, I got ten strength, that's it. You punch bait in the face, so you hear whoosh, ah, whack. Oh! And then Bait is standing there, and what you all notice is Bait is dripping wet. <laughs> uh, Kalt is just like on the ground laughing. He's like wheezing because he's laughing so hard. Uh, Bait, Bait, why are you wet? Jeez, don't it happened. scare me like that, man. Scared you, scared me. And he and he holds up the ring and he's like, something's going on here. Whatever these rings are doing, they're protecting us from those attacks because it just happened again, except we're this far out. Where we came from, it, it wasn't an island. It was just water. We're on the Ooh. open sea. <laughs> and It would seem, though, that the ring does not protect you at all, though it just dunked you in a thing of water. We're fine. No, listen to me. This is important. We're right near the ship. Oh. I fell in the water, and before I got punched back to goddamn reality here, the the Admiral's ship is floating here. It's, it's, it is what we left. What we left is there. It's not just similar. We are bouncing back and forth between, at least I am. My people might not be able to see it, but the Mage Lords are doing something, and it can't be good. So you're, um, are, are you positing that the Mage Lords and the other Multiverse of Madness timeline, TM, um, stop. <laughs> are somehow affecting this timeline? I don't know. Y'all are just doctors of strange. Stop. You are uh, making the references. Bait is racking his brain here, and he's like, <laughs> he sees the crystals that uh, Maven Locker are holding as the glow and vibration slowly settles. Those crystals are what the Mage Lords were using to attack the gods in the first place. I don't think it's a coincidence that we're seeing similar effects now. Whatever is happening, I don't know where it's coming from, but they're not done. Well, okay, let's do let's do some science. Um, I'd like to use a first level spell slot on the crystal. Okay. I'm trying to piece together from whatever weird stuff you're saying. You're from a different reality. In th in that reality, everything's flooded. And according to what Bait just said, in that reality, the Mage Lords are trying to fuck us in this reality. Uh, maybe? Uh, I don't know about the fucking part. I mean, uh, listen, as far as I can tell, what we saw still took place there. We stopped their plan, and they had to ride the future to the to now, however long it's been. How long did you say? 900, whatever. It. They've been here the whole time. What if they're trying to get back? And this is, Maeve, when you cast the spell. Are you saying they're trying to get back to the future? Registered trademark, Cult Industries. Cult Industries, excellent. <laughs> Terrifying. So, Maeve, you cast a first level spell slot into the crystal. Uh, are you casting any specific spell? Uh, just shield. So you cast shield and you're bracing for the spell to take effect, so like the last few times you tried to cast it into the ring. Except this time, it feels different. You experience the shift, except this time, it is not through time, but through realities. And the transition feels a little painful. Uh, you are going to take five points of force damage. Oh, baby. And you feel the pain, but not before you feel the water. You splash straight into the open sea below you. Are you gonna throw a shark at me like I did to you? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, this is uh, now just you and me for the rest of this episode. It's fucking sea creature revenge. Oh, no, please you, don't. you drop into the water. I'd just like you to roll a uh, dexterity saving throw to sort of balance yourself, tread water, and hang on to the crystal. I'm just gonna treat all of that as like a dex save. Uh, that is a nine plus four, 13. You manage to hang on to the crystal as you fall into the water. You sort of clench up reflexively. You know, you spend a lot of time on the sea with Florence. So this is not the first time that you've been, you know, overboard, but you're just left floating in the water, sort of spinning around. And after a few moments of disorientation, coughing, 
water out of your mouth. You see what Bait is talking about. The ship, the SETI Alpha 5, is sitting uh, maybe a couple thousand feet away, but it is unmistakably the ship that brought you through the inner tear in the first place to send you on the mission for Galagath. So um, it she's is floating off in the distance. In the frozen waves right now? She's not in the frozen waters. The frozen waters seem to be a bit sporadic, and the mage lords were able to sort of navigate through it, but you can see gotcha. uh, a ways away to the ship. Okay. I'd like to kind of make a mental note towards like the direction and distance mm-hmm. and kind of try to orient myself towards the ship. Mm hmm. And then I would like to try to cast shield again into the crystal. I'd like you to make an insight check before you do this. Sure. Only because you asked, yeah. though. And I asked so nicely. Yeah, I got a... Oh, it's five. Ten. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was a bit of a squeaker. Um, Ab, you go to cast the spell. Uh, you, As you do any time you feel pain, the next time you go to do something, you're, you brace yourself for it. But it does occur to you that the ring is meant to protect you from corrupted time. Oh. You know, I <laughs> she, she hears a voice nurse saying, put the ring on. And so uh, <laughs> she uh, fumbles a bit and puts the ring on. You and cast yeah. shield into the, into the crystal with the ring on, and this time you feel no pain. You are warped back onto the uh, onto the ground. You're maybe a hundred feet upstream as the water has carried you out a little bit. So you're a tiny bit away from the rest of the group. Um, and now I'd like you to roll uh, survival to try to apply what you just observed to what you're seeing now. Uh, okay, interesting. Uh, that is a three plus one. <laughs> you are so disoriented upon washing up on the beach that you look around and you just kind of are coughing up the water, shaking it off, and everybody that was standing in the group, Maeve was only gone for maybe 20 or 30 seconds, and now she is soaked and 100 feet upstream. Uh, is Jetta also going to punch Maeve? <laughs> well, no, because I'm, I'm far away. She got eager edge on that punch. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, just, I mean, so Maeve's yeah. not like screaming in her face, so, you know, that's, it's not yeah, like... that's true. Bait also deserves it. Yeah, so. clearly. Bait is still like, you know, fucking conspiracy boarding, trying to figure out what the fuck is happening as Maeve appears uh, up the bank. Uh, what do you all do? Uh, well, uh, what did you see, Maeve? Well, you are 100 feet away. Are you, yeah, are you yelling this? What did you see, Maeve? I can't wow. yell that, in Colt's that, voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. I'll cast message because it has a range of 120 feet. I'll be like, nice. uh, po- I'll point out Colt and just be like, um, yeah, that's, I, I tried to figure out where the the, the Mage Lord boat was, but I kind of, I kind of got a little turned around. It, um, yeah, that, that kind of hurt a bit. Interesting. Maybe we should put the rings back on. Yeah, I'll, I'll put my ring back on. Should we all go back? Oh, were you doing the spell thing? I, I couldn't hear anything she said. What? Did Bait say something? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are in message. Bait can't hear. Nobody can hear what Maeve is saying. I'll, I'll like, as I'm messaging back to her, because I, I think I have a message too, I will like translate to them what's happening and what's being said. As you're doing this, as you're like repeating it, Beta's like, oh, for Christ's sake, it takes 10 seconds to, and he starts marching up the beach. Uh, and after trudging the 100 feet up to Maeve, uh, like tries to, you know, offers to help her off the ground uh, and says, oh, okay. I would have stood, stood up by now, but yes. Okay, cool. Then I offers to be and I next. Can't get up. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your life alert. Uh, Bait says to Maeve, uh, you tried to get a look at it. What what did you see? Now, Bait has the keen mind perk. I know that is not like an in-canon thing, but you guys have used Bait for navigation uh, before. Bait has a very keen sense of direction, direction. and geography. So like, I saw the boat and it, I, I tried to like orient myself in like the direction. And then, um, and then I came back and I got a little topsy-turvy. Just can you point basically where you think it is? And I'd say that you kind of know the general direction. You just can't like yeah, no extrapolate from there. But yes, so she does that. And Bait has a big brain moment. I'm actually going to roll insight on this because I don't want to just use him as a plot vessel. Uh, oh, just Matt now? 20. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. <laughs> so Bait, uh, Bait has a fucking galaxy brain moment and he starts like 
snapping to himself and like running away from Maeve to the group. I figured it out. I figured something out. Not all of it, a little bit, a tiny bit. You remember how the waters were frozen in time and people could get stuck in them, right? And for some reason, the Mage Lords could get through it? No, I don't. Thank you for your input. <laughs> uh, Maeve and I obviously just got splish splash taking a bath, uh, but we didn't get stuck in the water, why? And then he points directly down the river because this river is where the timelines overlap and where the ship is resting. We can follow the river back to the ship and know that we won't get stuck in frozen waters if we go back and forth. Now, Bait is saying this. Anyway, but Bait is hitting you with like big crazy person energy right now, making a lot of assumptions based on a little bit of information. So I would like you all to do with this information what you will, but he's like super pumped. Maeve, this seems plausible to you based on what you've seen, but the rest of you are just sort of going on like, you're just slipping on your rings. You don't know what is <laughs> what is actually happening, but Bait is claiming that if you follow the river, you could potentially get back to the ship. Uh, or it could be a way to navigate the frozen waters in the uh, in what I will call the Badlands timeline. Uh, and I'll call this the Highlands timeline for the sake of clarity. Well, I mean, it's worth a shot. Uh, I do have very, a variety of spells that could help us get out of the water if we end up in the water. I can levitate and fly. Can I try something? Yes. <laughs> can I try to stick a crystal somewhere into the boat? Stick it in Bates' ass. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I, I want to try to figure out a way, like, all right, so, like, if we're, like, on water and stuff, then we should try to bring the boat with us, right? That makes a lot of sense to me. Okay. Yeah. So, like, let's... What if I just hold on really tight to the boat? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. <laughs> I always feel bad when I just, like, shove information into your guys' brains. But Same. I, I, I would, I do need to point out that the friendship did go through all of meant to be with you when it was small and in your pocket. Like Maeve would definitely re realize that you've had it this whole time. Like it didn't, it didn't get left behind it when it was on your person. Uh, I, I, try whatever you want. I just, I think that this would cross Maeve's mind if no, she's actively I, thinking about I, it. See, I, I had the thought too. Like I was like, wait a minute, why don't I just put it in my fucking pocket? After mm -hmm. I said, oh, let me try to stick a crystal. Yeah. In the okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, I was mean, like, oh. Okay. Then what happens is Maeve is like, wait, wait, I've got an idea, and then just like jabs the crystal in the boat and then kind of stares at it for 10 seconds as the thought creeps into her mind and everyone's watching her like what are you doing we're on a beach right yes you're on like you're on like the the shoreline of a the, okay. the bank of a river okay i'm gonna turn the raft into a little toy boat and toy put boat, it back in boat, my pocket toy boat 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 how now, Brown Cow? I mean, I imagine you can, like, send things back and forth between the realities. Because you you stated that Arlen did that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but even so, uh, you shrink it, you put it in your pocket. Uh, what do you do? Um, okay, I guess let's, uh, why don't we just all go over there and then we have a boat. All right, cool. Let's all touch rings. Yeah. Got anybody got a cool thing to say? Uh, you know, I, I don't have a ring. I kind of want to join in on whatever this is. You don't have enough rings. But Christie's? You only have two crystals, but you you know how to operate the crystals, but the rings that would insulate you from the bombings, as I'm calling them, and the pain that Maeve felt, you only have four, because that's what you were given by the djinn. And uh, Jed is sort of the fifth wheel here. Bait looks around and just says, <sighs> okay, whatever is going on here is bigger than us. I need to warn them. And he takes off his ring and hands it to Jetta. All right. And says, I thought the fight was over, but it's clearly not. I will come find you if you make it back. And uh, Bait looks at you all sort of fondly and wants to say something, but secretly deep down is afraid Call is going to roast him for fucking anything he says. So you can see a small smile on Call's <laughs> yeah, face like, as he's like, like waiting. Like, he's like, do it, play, do it, I dare you. They're playing brain <laughs> ping pong right do now, it. batting it back do and it. forth. <laughs> uh, Bait locks eyes and just uh, looks at Call and just says, no, fuck off. It turns into a bird and flies away. That, 
That was funny. What was he saying? Yeah, that was rude. First he says, if you come back, and then he says, fuck off. Like, God, he wonders yeah. why we don't that, like that him. That fuck off came like that. Okay, here's the thing. The fuck off came after they locked eyes and had, like, the little smirky back and forth. So Colt is, like, saying, like, what an asshole. But deep down, Colt knows what's going on. He, he knows Colt what he's does. doing. Locke does not. Locke just sees this happen. Yeah, talk about parting yeah. words. So, right. so rude. He wonders why he never got close to us, but I think he needs to do a little bit of introspection. Yeah, that's that's he, that's, that's correct. Who yeah. treats their friends like that? I yeah, I mean, to Colt, he's a friend of me, so who knows what the and boundaries also, are? Bateman doesn't. Colt says friends, he does air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so Bate flies away and hands Jetta a ring. Jetta, do you slip it on? I slip it on. Yep. Okay. What do you all do? Uh, I guess. I'll, I'm going to try and cast a cantrip into mm -hmm. the stone, not the ring, but the stone, mm -hmm. um, and see if that's enough to trigger the the thing. And then if that doesn't work, I guess I'll do a leveled spell. What cantrip are you casting? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I have many of them. Well, I'll say Druidcraft. Okay. So you uh, look at the stone and you mentally channel the spell Druidcraft as you've done with the crystals many times before. Not really sure what to expect. Uh, and as the energy flows through your hand into the crystal, you feel a pretty familiar sensation. You feel both the crystal in your hand and the ring on your finger thrum with energy. And then you feel the water underneath you rising to your neck as you splash into the ocean all by yourself. Dislike. I'm going to use my <laughs> staff and I'm going to cast levitate so I can rise out of the water. Like Christ himself, you ascend to the surface of the water, standing there, and you can sort of observe what Bait was talking about. It's not one-to-one. -one. He didn't nail it. But as, as you see, the water is flowing underneath you, but the frozen waters that you observe, the waters that are stuck in time, seem to be outside the bounds of the river. They overlap in places. They don't match in others. But yeah, this river that you just rode down seems to be safe passage through the frozen waters. All right, I want to levitate just above the water. Basically, I want to I want to have this little Jesus moment and watch my friends get dunked. So okay, you ascend into the air. Now everybody else, you're standing on the beach. Bait has flown away. Cult has disappeared. Uh, it is now Locke, Jetta, and Maeve. What do you do? So question: Before yes. when we used uh, like an actual spell slot on the crystal. Uh -huh. Yep. It allowed us to transport more people. Correct. Should more people have gone with me when I used the shield spell on the crystal. Oh, she, uh, it, it goes in a diameter. So, I mean, I I'm guess just I'm saying because like I, I for your consistency. Yeah. yeah, no, that is no, that's an excellent question. I think I'm going to fall back on the idea of intention. Uh, casting a higher level spell slot allows you to uh, transport multiple people within a radius. We never determined the radius and it didn't scale with spell difficulty. So I'm going to say to a degree, this is dictated by what you'd like to do. So you had the capacity to bring them with you, but you were just kind of thinking about yourself. If you'd like to try it again with the intention, I can try to resolve that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Jenna, you, you ready? <laughs> ready as I'll ever be. Cool. Uh, I cast Enlarge Reduce on the crystal. The crystal grows large and crushes you all. No, you all experience a warping effect. Jetta, you have been so chill about everything that's happened at this point. Like, these people are spouting nonsense, but I, I mean, your world has been pretty small. Life inside the wall, there's only so many places you can go. And the idea of adventure is kind of exciting to you. And that's made you pretty open to the experience that you've been brought on uh, with these four crazy people. This trip through time almost breaks your fucking mind. You have not seen anything but grass, trees, and rivers, and suddenly you are seeing bits of different realities fly past you, colors whoosh around you, the pressure of air loosens, and you almost feel like you could explode right before reality comes back in around you, and before you can even process what happened, Cult watches the three of you dunk into the water. <laughs> you guys are all wet. <laughs> oh my god! What? There's so much water! Welcome to the Badlands. <laughs> Ryan and Pat's guitar riffs play us off into the breakaway of this chapter 72 of Dice Populi, titled 
back to the present, proving once again that our patrons can do no wrong when it comes to voting on titles for the episodes. Uh, this is going to be a brief away, a wisp away, a tiny way, uh, only four small things I want to mention before I get you back into the episode. First, we want to really nail into folks' brains that this season is going to be a little shorter. Our next Fifth Wednesday bonus, because of the way the Gregorian calendar functions, is going to be at the end of August. That's right. There are five Wednesdays in August, leaving us with only a two-month season. Uh, but we're going to have a bonus episode for you then. We already have an idea of what it's going to be, and we're going to try to make that happen. So, end of August, next Fifth Wednesday bonus episode, new season for folks participating in the Discord. Second thing, Ray is still collecting submissions for the Real Life Mimic uh, compilation that she's putting together. So if you have a picture of something that looks like maybe it has a secret face or a mischievous spirit inside of it, go ahead and send that our way. We're trying to get something together there. Uh, third thing is a listening party. We have another listening party coming up. Like I said, we're trying to do these regularly with cast members for this episode that is going to be the Friday after this airing. So that should be July 22nd, Friday, July 22nd, 2022 at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Our good friend Chowder, who had a lot to experience in this episode, is going to be live in the Discord. So anybody that wants to go and chat and uh, with us as we're going through the episode, some of us for the first time, you can go ahead and, uh, and, and join up there our discord is obviously free to join so even if you don't want to talk a lot and you just want to hang out with some folks that make the show you enjoy assuming you enjoy it that's the place to do it friday july 22nd 6 p.m it's free in our discord lastly the fan campaign is over it has succeeded hashtag release the raw cut is coming to fruition already in the patreon for all levels of support uh, we are going to be releasing an edit of this episode that is not an edit at all it is a completely raw version of this episode's recording i was hesitant to do this just because mostly our edits make the show better and easy to listen to but this one had some pretty significant changes no tragedy of mckenzie level stuff but it's a half hour longer unedited as some things take place in a different order and there are whole runs of gags that you are just <laughs> boy howdy you got some laughs in there so we're going to be releasing that a week from today so that will be wednesday july 27th on the patreon even one of our cast members birthdays i wonder who it could be but that's it those are the four things fifth wednesday is at the end of august still still taking submissions for real life mimics we've got listening party this friday and a new thing in the bonus feed for patrons but you know what i've talked enough let's get back to the present I pull out the, the little toy boat and mm -hmm. I turn it into the Tide Pod. Oh, that's a good Fucking one. lit. So, Jetta, you are processing your experience uh, warping through dimensions. You are experiencing an unbelievable amount of water. The thing about the river, the river is deep, but like, you know, not that deep. And this feels enormous. And as Colt is laughing in your ear saying, Haha, you're all wet, welcome to the Badlands, idiot. Uh, and you're just like treading water in open sea for the first time. You feel an enormous pressure as a wall of metal from an expanding ship pushes you out in the water. The Tide Pod appears between you all and pushes you all away. And you turn around and see a submarine, a concept that has never entered your mind before, floating in front of you. So, yeah, wait. J Jetto doesn't remember the Tide Pod? Trying to remember anything. No, I don't. This is insane. This is not the same Jetta, as far as you can tell. Uh, and if that wasn't evident to you as characters before, Jetta's horrified reactions at all this might tip it off. So yeah, you've just been punched in the back by a boat you didn't know could exist. Uh, what do you do? Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I get on the boat, but I'll be like, how can a boat be underwater? Yeah, you, I don't. Yeah, you've never even experienced water deep enough to hold something like this comfortably. So yeah, it's just like you know, the thought never occurred, and you see them all climbing inside the boat. I'm assuming you all climb inside the boat. Yeah, we all get you know because you know what's up. Or at least I get uh, and you and and you look down the hatch. All aboard! You can go in the boat, not on the boat. Huh. <laughs> well, yeah. If we were going underwater, how would we be on the boat? <laughs> so you are now all sailing inside the Tide Pod. Uh, Locke, you swing the hatch shut, 
and uh, crank it tightly locked as only you can do, no pun intended. Um, and Maeve, the de facto captain of the Friendship Tide Pod Edition, um, what do you do with your boat? Um, okay, so I don't really remember how this thing works, so, like, I'm just gonna start doing something, and she's just gonna pull a lever, and right. we'll go from there. And if, so if people <laughs> correct me, then... I'm gonna get on the periscope to, like, guide her. Okay. Dive, dive, dive. <laughs> um, I will say, Colt, you are, uh, I might fall back on you for some stuff because you're the most skilled sailor of anybody in this group without a doubt. Ish. So Maeve pushes a lever. What is your intention? What are you trying to do, Maeve? I want to, so if the latch is already closed, then I want to start to go down and under. You push forward a lever and you uh, expect to feel the pressure of the ship sort of increase, but instead you just feel forward motion. Uh, call, I would like you to roll uh, intelligence. There's a six plus five, 11. When you feel the ship lurch forward, this is not too tough for you. You definitely don't know all the ins and outs of this thing. You saw the, uh, the schematics back in the Black Tide hideout, but you look at the controls and see Maeve pushing a lever that seems to propel the ship forward, but next to it is more of a handle uh, that you deduce to be connected to sort of the, the bladder system that would control elevation underwater. So Maeve lurches the ship forward. Yeah, I'm just kind of like over Maeve's shoulder. Oh, interesting. I think that one, that one, that little knobby do right there is for the, the up and, like the actual vertical up and down. Just do it, man. Just fucking do it. Go for it. <laughs> Maeve's testicles apparently drop. <laughs> Just do it. Um, uh, <laughs> are we, we're trying to go down, so I'll do, I'll hit the little, I'll try to make it go down. Oh, this looks like it controls the up and down vertical. You know what? We'll go down just enough so that the periscope can still poke out of the water. I will also point out that uh, at the beginning of Meant to Be, when you guys were captives of Admiral Kahutek being brought into the area of Nar Enial, you were on the boat for days. So, like, it's there's a lot of distance to cover. Not between you and the ship, necessarily, but, like, the open sea, like, you can't see the shore from where you are. So wherever mm. you're going, you've got a ways to get there. Uh, Locke, I'd actually like you to roll roll both nature and arcana for me. All right, arcana was a 16 and mm. nature, fuck, fuck. I don't know where that die went, so I'm gonna get a new one. Wow, fucking Mr. Moneybags over here. Uh, that was a five. That was five. You're a decent enough sailor, but you've not really operated the Tide Pods before. So as you sink under the water and the, the periscope, the viewing apparatus that you're using to try to scout out, you're aware of the presence of the frozen waters around you, but you're having a, a little bit of mm -hmm. trouble discerning what they look like on the surface of the water. The periscope's kind of at level with the surface, and it's just you, you've not dealt with this enough to really be able to uh, perceive that difference. Could, could I maybe do perception instead? <laughs> I mean, I just had you roll two dice, so I'm going to ride those. Okay. I feel pretty comfortable with that. But that's sort of the status quo. Locke is attempting to help navigate. Colt and Maeve are working together to pilot the ship. And Jetta is experiencing a profound existential crisis. I just I just personally believe that perception is a valuable skill with trying to guide. I, I think that based on the nature roll, or survival. your perception has, has limited relevance here. Because in order to perceive it, you need to understand exactly what it is you're seeing. And it's just, it's it's difficult. Nah. So that's where you all are in the ship. What do you do? I hire a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing to, to really do besides keep sailing. Uh, oh, what's this bun do? <laughs> and then a giant auga. <laughs> <laughs> you have a rough idea and outline of what's going on and how to navigate some of the mechanics at play, but you don't have a plan. You're moving, ideally, towards the ship, the SETI Alpha, where everyone is. What do you do? So uh, Maeve's going to turn around from the captain's chair. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm assuming there's a captain's chair and she's sitting mm -hmm. in it. Um, So, like... I kind of want to go save Florence. That's about as good an idea as I think we have at this moment. Yeah, that's but that's that's kind of what we were trying to do in the first place. And then maybe with some extra hands on deck or below deck or whatever, we might be able to figure something out, you know? Sounds good to me. 
Locke, as you're uh, looking around, you hear them say this. You are also pretty aware of the fact that this ship that you guys are moving towards is capable of going through the tear without going under it. Uh, it's a very hardy vessel. That thought comes into your head. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, I'm getting my bearings now. Uh, wow, I've always wondered what life beyond the wall was like. Look, everyone else is nonchalant about it, but like, I, f- I feel like life being stuck in a room with your enemy on the other side of the room is just a miserable experience. But now there's a chance we can just have our freedom. I, I'm sure. Let's help you save Florence from the machine and then figure out what to do from there. Yeah. Jetta, uh, I don't mean to reiterate this point, but this is an entirely different reality. Nothing that we do like here might Okay, I don't know this. I'm not saying that it won't change where you're from, but it might not change where you're from either. So don't try not to get your hopes up. Yeah, we we don't know what's going on either. The sky's the limit. Like, look, I I get that this different reality and thus what happens in this reality may not affect the other reality. But I'm saying, like, there's an opportunity, right? Like when we were stuck behind the wall, there's just not a lot of options, you know? But between like... For sure, for sure. Whatever the... Whatever the fuck this is, and I'm like just feeling the ceiling and walls of this submarine. There, there's options. There's things we can do. We might be able to do something. When Jettis says this, this is the first moment to really ruminate on your circumstance in a, in a little bit. Just because you, you've gained a lot of context since you were on the river sailing in like the last half hour, a lot has entered your mind. So when Jetta says this, I want to remind all the characters of some things to remember. Galagath exists as an old man and said, I was part of a greater god, part of a god shared by Lema and Serafina, and I need to be reunited with them. So that's something you all think of. Locke, your mind drifts to cult suggestion. Maybe your family is out there. What, what is that like? Do they exist? Do they not? Do they, like, what timeline might give you that sort of resolution? Maeve, you think back on your experience with your parents and what happened to them at the hands of the Mage Lords. Cult, you think back to your experiences in the Badlands, and you, you're very enthusiastic about that and protective of that. So there are just a lot of feelings and a lot of unknowns and a lot of strings pulling you in different directions. And Jetta brings all that up when she says the sky's the limit. You sail toward the Seti Alpha, underwater, in the friendship. What do you say? What do you do? How do you plan for what's coming? Oh, we got a, a lot of possibilities here. I don't know what or I don't know what is running through your minds currently, my compatriots. But I feel like a lot of opportunity is ahead of us. We've already changed this the timelines once. Perhaps we could bend it to our will. And like Colt's eyes get very wide. <laughs> yes, let's bend this timeline over. I'm enjoying that for all of one episode, we got a wholesome Jetta that is now suddenly a, like discovering her fucked up ruffian side in the most <laughs> megalomaniacal possible way. <laughs> I mean, I, what, what do you all think? I mean, Locke, we could we could find your family. We could bring them to a safe timeline. Maeve, we could do something. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we could get you a toy. I, 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 I Jetta, you, you Maeve, could... Maeve looks at Mr. Bear like, what, the, what do you, is this a joke to you? Uh, Jedda, I don't know enough about you to make a stern judgment. Um, for me, I could, could go find Jerry and bring him to a safe timeline, and I could slowly but surely cultivate a large army of undead friends. And I could, we could all do parties at pools. Undead? It's kind of his thing. We just kind of let it happen because, you know, we're, we're, this is a pretty morally gray area. And I wonder if they have turtles in the safe timeline. I'd say that's a pretty good bet, uh, buddy. I, I don't even, I don't even know what turtles are. Oh, looks over at you. Clear <laughs> <laughs> call, yeah. Call Hold on, let me enter cloak. my notes. Turtles don't exist in Nara <laughs> Let me just yeah. remember that. Turtle free zone. Locke, do you do you say anything? Uh, he just gets kind of quiet. Like he doesn't know. If, he doesn't think that his family is going to want to go to another timeline with him. 
Like he he thinks that they hate his guts. So there is no imagination stat, but I, I'll use insight. Roll for imagination, and that's your insight modifier. <laughs> Roll for imagination. What the fuck? Insight is just the tool I use to give you ideas based on the context. Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. No. Your 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 mind is is sort of a haze. Like thinking about the guilt you feel for your family and thinking about the possibility of seeing them again. Like it's. It's something that you you yearn for, but that doesn't drive you because of all the mixed emotions around it. And you are sort of lost in that thought when suddenly the periscope goes dark in front of you. Periscope goes dark? The shadow of the unmistakable SETI Alpha ship uh, appears in front of you. Hit the brakes. Uh, I pull my lever in the opposite direction. The lever Wrong lever. Do submarines even have brakes? How do you brake you, on reverse? You, you need to apply reverse thrust. So by pulling the lever backwards. Do you guys want a Navy fun fact? Sure. That they don't actually reverse the engines anymore. They reverse the propeller blades. The propeller blades can move. That is the goal here. So you start doing that. Uh, you're not used to driving this ship. So the response on it is pretty slow compared to stuff you see on the surface like dropping sails and anchor is a way faster way to stop and this is just like a slow uh 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 and lock you're looking out of the thing and you're just getting closer to the ship it's slowing down but you're getting closer and closer and closer it does manage to stop right in the nick of time do you do anything once the ship stops uh i say the hard part about playing chicken is knowing when to flinch and nobody's going to understand that. a pair of sunglasses you put on? <laughs> puts on a pair of sunglasses and just stares at everyone. Does anybody else do anything as the ship stops? I uh, push lock aside. Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Whoa, that's a big ship. You're looking through the periscope at the big ship, but the ship suddenly seems to look like it's getting smaller, like you're moving away from it, uh, and you feel the ship start to move backwards. Hey, hey, it's, it's getting away. The, the ship or the... The, the, the Tide Pod. You feel the Tide Pod start to move backwards because Maeve cranked it into full reverse and left the lever there. Maeve, Maeve, push it to neutral now. Okay, I put it in neutral. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> Maeve is entering her teen years. <laughs> All right, oh my fucking god. Yeah, of course I put it in neutral. <laughs> you fucking nerds. Maeve, bring bring this ship to surface. I want to see what's uh what's what this Maeve, it is fully your call whether you surface the ship here, obviously. Um yeah, maybe maybe not so they don't like see us. Does the tide bot have the ability uh, to exit the ship while underwater? Does it like have a airlock or something like that? Uh Pat, I mean, this is your this is your this is your introduction to the campaign. <laughs> you tell me. I did not intend for that to be a thing. Then no, there's no airlock on here. You cannot safely disembark the vessel uh, while fully submerged. Yeah, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. I, I thought that would be a stretch for like a medieval <laughs> submarine, you know? <laughs> All right, just sitting here for two hours as we adjust the pressure so you don't get the bends. What we could do is we could, you know, a little have some distance between us now. We could rise quickly, throw open the airlock, and shoot spells at it. Uh What okay what what about this? What if we like we go like under the ship and then we start to rise up really fast and we like scrape into the boat, maybe not enough to like enough to damage it a little bit, and then like we we save Florence. <laughs> there's a there's a big line between A and B of what you just said, Pat. Wait, <laughs> that's I, just me commenting. I have a quick question. How big is the Tide Pod? Um, it's big I, enough to hold like eight people. Yeah, it's it is not like it is not super comparable to the submarines that we have IRL. It's pretty small by comparison. Would it yeah. fit into a ten foot radius hemisphere? I think that's a stretch. I think it would be a little a little more. I guess if we're going like monster size, I think it's probably like it's it would fit laterally but not longitudinally. I guess it's it's longer than that, but it's probably about as wide. Maeve, would it be possible to shrink the tide pod down just just enough that it fits into a 10-foot radius sphere um, or hemisphere more accurately? While we're in here, um it might get a little tight. Okay. Um <laughs> So I have a quick idea. You guys know that I'm like really cool with force fields and stuff. Like I'm a really cool guy. Um what I what I think if we could shrink 
if we could shrink us down just a little bit, I could create a wall of force around us to keep the water out. And then we could peek, whoop, whoop, peek out of the little hole, and then we could, like, saw through the bottom of this other boat, and we could climb inside. You want a Bugs Bunny saw through the floor, come up through the bottom of the Seti Alpha. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yay, nay. Good idea. Woke or broke? Um. Seems a little complicated. You know, I miss the days where we just did raffles and stuff. That was so much easier. <laughs> miss the, I miss the days where we were just throwing squids around willy-billy. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, why, why not? Let's... All right, so uh, Cult asks for a crew vote. Jetta gives a nay. Maeve gives a yay. Locke, everybody looks at you to decide what to do next. <sighs> just send it. Locke, everybody looks at you to decide what to do next. Hold on. Let me see if there's a quote that I can use. <laughs> Where are I you quoting? Quotes, I pulled up quotes from The Hunt for Red October. For oh, this okay. That's, <laughs> That's where the harder part about playing chicken is knowing the flinch came from. Oh, no. That um, makes... Yeah, I understand now. <laughs> I guess I could... I, this is technically a quote, but it's not really uh, a quote. I, you, could go, you could go Crimson Tide and just say, Chief of the Watch, float the buoy. <sighs> Just send it.